Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lucy Power Perspective Show. I'm Lucy Power, Australia's number one fitness model escort, porn star, and award-winning content creator. Thanks for coming back and watching. Um, my life has been a little bit crazy over the last few weeks, and today's episode is about Life of Lucy again. I've been talking with my partner about the sort of direction that I want this YouTube channel to go in. And I think I'm still really trying to iron out the creases and work out what it is that I want to do for you guys. We've worked out that the Life of Lucy series is more of, more of a vlog. You know, this is about, uh, this is probably for people who know who I am and just want to know more detail about my life because it's too much to put on Instagram. The videos are too long. Um, and then I have the Q&A on Thursdays where I answer all of the questions that I get asked throughout the week or any topics really, or questions that I wanna discuss that's relevant to the sex industry, the adult industry, or maybe parents working in the industry or other sorts of issues that we might face. So um, it's a unique sort of channel. Today, with Life of Lucy, I'm gonna give you a rundown of the sorts of things that I've experienced over the last week, the things that I've done. I talk about these things and I'm open about my life because I, I know that there would be other people out there who may experience this sort of thing. They may work in the adult industry, they may not. A lot of things that I talk about can cross over into other industries or into other lives that necessarily don't relate to sex work and I really like that because ultimately I'm just a human who works in the adult industry and I have human experiences that can really anyone can go through and it's really nice to know that it doesn't have to relate to sex work because we don't want that necessarily to be the case, if that makes any sense. I hope you're staying with me on that. We want sex workers and people in the adult industry to just be recognized as humans rather than people who work in the adult industry. So what I did this week, okay, I have a little, I had to like write down a little timeline because my brain hasn't been working at its finest. And the reason is because the main theme about my experiences this week has been to do with mental health and mental health problems. Now, I may have touched briefly on my mental health experiences in past episodes. Um, I will have a look back and link them to you now so you can refresh your mind or if you're a new subscriber and you would like to know a little bit more about my background you can watch that as well. What's happened to me over the last few weeks has been a steady decline in my mental health and it's really really hard for me to talk about because while I am an advocate for mental health and helping people with mental health issues I myself suffer an immense amount of shame when it comes to admitting my own mental health problems. And I don't know why. Um, I think it's because I usually portray an image of positivity, strength and confidence. So when it comes to admitting that I may be struggling with depression or motivation or other issues that cause sadness, um, I think it probably, I feel like it reflects poorly on my character 
And this is something that um, is experienced so much with people who suffer from mental health problems. So now that I've just given you a quick rundown of, of what the main theme of my week has been, I'll let you know what I've done throughout the week. I noticed after I had another negative experience with my children in terms of what it is that I do, um, that's really when my mental health started declining because it really hit home. My children were feel, feeling very hurt about what it is that I do. We would have one moment of um, progress and love and communication and then the next day it would just be peppered with hate and anger and resentment and fear and uncertainty. And I've had a steady flow of ups and downs in terms of that as soon as my children found out what it is that I do. And it's been very challenging. So I decided to see a psychologist because there, I guess there are issues that have been brought up from my past that have really caused my resilience to break down. So there are issues from my past that I haven't dealt with and I need to deal with so that I can move on and um, continue working, being successful and not letting my mental state affect my ability to work and be motivated to do anything really. I don't want to go into too much detail, I guess, about my past. Feel free to ask a question if you want and I'll answer. Um, but it just has to do with a lot of a history of suffering um, emotional abuse and manipulation and when that happens it's very very hard to um, overcome if you don't actually address it with someone and work on it I what I did was um, when I separated from my husband I pushed everything aside and I kept myself insanely busy I was insanely busy for the last three and a half years and I think I just recently had like a breakdown because I I just let it go and when the coronavirus it forced me to stop working to stop going out to stop seeing people to just stop being crazy insanely busy and when I'm quiet when I'm or have downtime I get bored and it makes me think and it makes me ruminate on my past and then I realized I hadn't actually dealt with any of the issues that I had suffered in my marriage and post separation. And it was a lot, a lot to deal with. So I, that's why I started seeing a psychologist. I've only had one session and it I, as someone who was training to be a psychologist, I know it takes a long time to build up rapport and to sort of work out where the issues are coming from and what it is you're actually suffering from. I really knew that there were problems happening when I didn't want to do anything all day but watch television. When just going grocery shopping was a real, real issue for me. I was suffering some anxiety attacks. I've never really had anxiety attacks before, but I was making love with my boyfriend the other day and I had to ask him to get off of me because I couldn't breathe. And that has never happened to me before, ever. Yesterday, just yesterday alone, for half of the day, I was having um, hot flushes and feeling nauseous. I couldn't sit still and my brain was just ticking over so much. So, um, I've developed this thing and I don't know why. This week what happened was I 
it was crying a lot. I noticed that was the first thing, just a lot of crying for no reason, feeling very sad, very uh, lacking in motivation. I do this for my back. I do this new type of therapy called network chiropractic therapy. And a lot of it is teaching you specific breathing techniques while focusing on parts of your body to sort of train you to relax your central nervous system and make your spinal cord more flexible again so that it can move around injuries because my injury will probably never go away. There are times when it might be more relaxed. It's a herniation, so it's like a bulging disc. There'll be times when it flares up. There'll be times when it's more relaxed. But the network chiropractic therapy teaches you um, breathing techniques and um, to be more self-aware of your body so that you can align yourself, train correctly and teach your spinal cord to relax around the injury. I know it might sound a little bit alternative, but I, I have found that alternative um, and natural therapies tend to work really well for me because I'm quite a spiritual person and I believe in the law of attraction and things like that. I, I did this therapy and <laughs> it was quite embarrassing. I, um, I think I had filmed some content earlier, so I had makeup on. I was face down in the mat and I just started bawling my eyes out. The chiropractor guided me through some um, breathing techniques and I couldn't breathe. My nose was blocked and dripping. I had tissue like stuck in my nose. My face was smudged. I've never seen makeup like that on my face before. It was smudged. I had been crying. I was sobbing into the bed and um, it was horrible. I, I really didn't like it. It just brought up so many emotions and um, things that I've experienced in my life that I've never really dealt with. Hard things, you know. And um, so, but he said it was good. It was progress, apparently, just to, you know, let it out and cry and stop trying to be so strong all the time. It's a human condition. We have brains and we have emotions and our experiences can really um, impact the way that we feel. And we shouldn't be ashamed of it. And I think that's why I wanted to do this post. I was really arming and ahhing about it and unsure about whether I really wanted to post anything at all because I know that there are people who watch me who are judging me and use the information or the things that I say against me. And I will talk about that again, getting back to my week. Okay, so I had the network chiropractic therapy. That made me feel a bit better. I had my psychologist appointment on the Thursday. Um, it was very quick. I was already sort of feeling better. Um, and then Thursday afternoon, I got a new tattoo. <laughs> I feel like that has really contributed to my decline in mental health over the last week. I'm going to show you quickly. I've got to be careful not to bump my painting because I'm still working on that and it's wet. <laughs> my new tattoo is in my knee ditch, which is one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. It's just some sun rays. I just really wanted some sun rays. It really hurt. So I, I got the tattoo. I do find I used to be a self-harmer. And what I ended up doing was replacing the sharp object of knife or scissors or whatever it is I could find with tattoo. I'm covered in tattoos and you could assume that that's the sort of pain I've experienced. But the tattoos represent either me going through a hard time or actually a really happy time. 
So some of them could be that I'm feeling really good and I just want to express that. And sometimes it's that I need to feel the pain. Now, the, the knee ditch was, <laughs> it was very painful. And I knew it would be because I've been close to the knee ditch before, which was one of the most painful things. So I took um, some tramadol. And this is another thing that I, I know I've been going through where I know that I'm struggling mentally is that I've been wanting to hide in drugs. And um, so I, I try to avoid drugs at all costs because I have a very addictive personality and I really like my mind to be sharp. But when you're in a situation where you're unhappy and you want to escape, you don't, I don't even care if my mind's sharp. I actually don't want my mind to be sharp. I just want to blank out. Um, and so I've been smoking a little more weed than I usually do. I, I don't, I wouldn't even call myself a weed smoker. I may have a brownie once a year. Um, but this time I was actually looking for weed. And I found that weed was the only thing that could relax me and completely shut my brain down. So I could just sit in front of the TV, smoke it and have some snacks and just not do anything because it just stops me, but also stops the stress. So I was wanting it, and but I'd only have it like once or twice a week. The tramadol was just something else that I came across when I was trying to stop my back pain and I had extras and I'd get, had some friends who'd given me some and it was low dose but with the tattoo I took one before because I knew it'd be very painful it just got to a point where it was so extremely painful <laughs> I couldn't cope so I took another one and it wasn't a good idea yeah because I um, for the rest of the day I felt sick if I have too much tramadol I feel sick like nauseous and then I was feeling sick because of the pain of the tattoo all the tramadol did was made me a little bit sleepy. So what happened was I canceled appointments because I couldn't walk because of the tattoo. I just, it was very painful. I can walk sort of okay today. You're not walking the best, but at least I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's not like when you've got back pain and you don't know if it's ever gonna end. I did that on Thursday. I'm excited about it. I wanna get more tattoos, but um, I just need to focus on other things for now. Friday was a TV day, just recovering from a mixture of the medication that I'd taken, the tattoo, and that was it basically. So I watched TV, <laughs> Netflix all day. And then Saturday was another TV day. I still couldn't really move much. So it was a little bit of, you know, behind the scenes stuff, a bit of Instagramming. My mood was getting worse. I no longer really wanted to interact on Instagram that much. I was struggling with the whole having to continually please and entertain my only fans. And as much as I love all of my fans, I love you all. I really appreciate all of your support, but it's a 24 seven demand. And I was breaking down, uh, not breaking down, but I was struggling with the demand, struggling with the expectation. <sighs> I just found myself not really wanting to be on there anymore. Um, upon reflection of the way that I've been feeling, I know that a lot of it has to do with coronavirus lockdown. I know that, like I said, I keep myself busy and I tend to push things, push issues down and keep busy. Apart from that, I am just a busy person. I do like to be busy. I'm successful and driven 
And one of the reasons I have stayed positive is that I try not to focus on the things that I can't control. You know, I'm goal driven and I, I want success and I'm a business person and I'm an entrepreneur. I'm always thinking of new and better things and improving, right? So that's one way that I've been able to stay positive. And you can find another YouTube channel, channel where I talk about um, how to be more positive. Um, the title of the YouTube episode is actually Does Dick Size Matter? But in there, I also answer how to be more positive. So um, you should definitely check that one out. And sometimes I forget to sort of apply my own principles to myself. It's easier to give advice than take your own. But that's basically what happened. I got stuck and I'm at the end, I'm at the precipice of this end of lockdown, but it's just not quite there yet. A lot of the income that I earn is from the travel that I do and meeting people and I just can't do that yet. My state that I live in is, it, the borders still are closed. I think I can actually travel because I'm a resident here and I can go into state, but um, whether I'm allowed to work in another state at the moment is another issue. So there's all this uncertainty about whether I can work. I'm losing motivation to work and it's not because it's sex work. I just want to make it clear that I love being a sex worker and I love working as an actress. It's just work. <laughs> Getting back into work is the hard thing. I've, I've had three months of keeping busy. Yes, I've been doing YouTube videos, painting, podcasts, writing, contacting, filing. I, I've been doing all of that stuff, but actually going out to do physical work, I haven't done. So breaking into that has been really challenging for me. You know, I was on the border of huge success as well. I was meant to go to the United States to film with some companies. Europe. I was actually meant to be going to Europe in about four days. <laughs> and I think that really affected me. And, um, you know, when you, you have all these plans and they just get shut down. Uh, I was doing my personal lubrication. I had this big brand going and I had to stop that. And all of these things that were happening and were leading to great success just stopped. And, and that's what's been really hard for me to work through. So Saturday wasn't too bad. By the time the end of the day came, I was feeling a bit better. My partner and I, we went out and had Nando's for dinner. It was really simple, but that's just our thing that we love to do. And then we went out for the night. We like to attend the adult cinema because um, public displays of affection um, are something that we really like to do. And particularly me, because I'm an exhibitionist and, and I love public sex. So we attend the adult cinema every now and again and have, have a lot of fun doing that. And that was amazing. That made me feel really good uh, getting out and doing things that we've done before. And, and just being me, I attend that cinema in my personal name, uh, although, you know, my fans also knew that I was doing that. So it's uh, something that I just like to do in my private life. That made me feel good. So I did that. <laughs> Um, if you want to see a little tiny snippet of it, you can join my OnlyFans for that little teaser. <laughs> and then came Sunday, yesterday. Wow. Probably one of the worst days I've had in over a decade. And it started because of harassment again. Yay. <laughs> and... 
if this woman is watching this episode, she knows that I'm talking about her. No one else knows that I'm, who I'm talking about because I'm not going to mention any names, but I'm going to talk about it because it's important. It's important to talk about when people are harassing you because it happens to people. And I want anyone to know out there that if you are suffering from bullying or harassment, you're not alone. And there are things you can do about it. But the reason my Sunday was ruined was because my mental health was already quite precarious to start off with. I was having ups and downs every other day and anything could sort of set me off. Now, as an adult and as a human, I have every right to refuse an invitation to an argument. I don't care what anyone has to say and I don't care how you think that some issue needs to be spoken about. I don't have to engage. Now, I had just done a workout. The gym has been open for like a week and it's still under sort of restrictions. You've got to book a time in, you know, it's only a certain amount of people in certain areas, but I can make it work. I was doing my thing and I was loving it. But she turned up and what happens with this woman is she sort of walks around with her chest out and there's this air of tension and I feel it and she feels it, but she's creating it because she follows me. I put some dumbbells down. She grabs out her antibacterial spray. My boyfriend and I like to call it anti-slut spray and thought that we should probably relabel it and give it to her so she can protect herself from me. Anyway, she gets a spray out. My dumbbells are here. I put them away and she's like, Psh! all over the dumbbells right in front of me. So it's this, it's this passive aggressive behavior that I have to deal with in my gym by this one woman. And normally, like, I don't let it get to me. I know, like, I'm aware she's there. I'm aware she's attempting to intimidate me, all this sort of stuff. I mostly just laugh at it and go, it's a little bit sad that she feels the need to do that because what happened was she attacked me in the gym months ago, verbally and never apologized. And then she harasses my boyfriend with text messages about me and tries to cause drama between us. And, and, and this morning and yesterday morning was no different. So I just ignored her behavior. And then we finished our workout and we were about to leave and she approaches me and she's up in my face. So it's not some you know, I would like to talk to you because I have an apology for you. This is the only way I would talk to this woman if she started with an apology. But she approached me and was very like in my face about, I think we need to talk privately about this situation. And I'm like, well, no, we don't. There is no situation. I'm leaving now. Oh no, we need to be grown up and talk about this. What's going on here? And, and I said, there's nothing going on here. You're the one creating a drama. I'm leaving. And she followed me and then um, said something about being grown up. And she wanted to talk about my comment about wankers, which I made on my Instagram story a few months ago. So what I said was, if you're going to act like a wanker, don't be shocked when someone calls you out or and says you're a wanker. The thing is, the comment I made wasn't just at her. I want to say if the shoe fits, 
then take it. The shoe fits, right? But my life, I have some toxic people in my life who'd like to try and cause drama. So the wanker comment wasn't just about her, but most wankers in my life who see that would think it's about them. It's like that song, you know, you're so vain, you probably think the song is about you, right? It's like that with every wanker I come across when I talk about wankers. Now, I've got more than one wanker in my life. <laughs> there are people who don't like me. They either love me or they hate me. And it always comes down to their own insecurity. And I have no problem saying that. None whatsoever. But what happened was this woman did that. And I was, my mental health was already a little bit precarious. Um, I was having a good moment, but that wasn't, that was not the theme of my week. I was having more bad moments than I was having good moments and she made it bad. I walked away. My boyfriend stayed to talk to her just to appease her, to not come across as rude. I waited for him and he came out and we walked home. But it set my mood off. It really set my mood off. It made me feel like shit. And, you know, if she's watching this now and she's going, oh, yeah, great. I'm so glad she feels like shit. Yes, it worked. Like, I don't care. I, I'm not ashamed to admit that an interaction I had with a person made me feel bad. You know, I guess what I want to get across, if, if there is anyone out there who wants to attack someone or wants to bully someone or make someone feel bad, you need to understand that anyone could be going through something really serious at any given time. And for someone to be narcissistic enough to think that they can just approach another person and bring up some real minor issue and think, you know, they're just going to go along with it and it's not going to affect them, then you just need to take a look at your own behavior. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. And I'll never, ever, ever apologize for calling someone out on something. If I ever act like a wanker, if I ever treat someone like shit, I would expect to be called out on it. I've, I've certainly treated people like shit before. I am no angel. Definitely not. One thing I understand about people is that one person can have a totally different experience with another person compared to another person, if that makes sense. My experience with my ex-husband is such a personal thing. No, I don't think anyone is going to experience what the two of us experienced together. So that's why he's able to have other relationships because he probably treats them differently. And I'm able to have other relationships because I treat my partners since my husband differently. Doesn't mean either of us are bad people. It just means that we didn't gel together. And it's the same as friendships. Right. So I can say that I've been friends with a woman before we had a falling out. Um, I hate her. She hates me. We're toxic together for whatever reason. She probably has a reason to hate me. I have a reason to hate her. But that doesn't mean that she can't have friends with other people and have really genuine connections with other people because their relationship and their energy together creates a different dynamic and a unique dynamic. Right. So that's what I want people to understand as well, is that this, this woman has this hatred for me. I'm still very unjustified. Um, and I, I don't care to understand why, because I'm also the sort of person who once you've wronged me, if you continue to wrong me, you are absolutely gone from my life. No interest at fixing anything, 
making anything better, wasting any more of my time, energy or human living experience on that person. They are just cut off forever. I don't care. So if you're watching, just give it up because I'm never, ever, ever going to give you any more time. That was my week. So yesterday that, you know, set off a horrible day of some uh, panic attacks, um, major depression, crying, sleeping, eating, just wanting the day over. Like I, there was no suicidal thoughts or anything like that. No intention of harming myself. I just wanted the day over. I wanted it gone so I could start today. Now today I'm dressed, I've got makeup on, I'm coherent and I'm back on path to get my lube up and running. I have a meeting today with a store owner. Whether it actually happens or not is another thing. The reason I'm having a meeting is to discuss whether he's in a financial situation to purchase. I also need to work out whether I have the strength in me to go through it again because it's been a two year process. I've also applied to some agents over in the States. I would really love to work in and film in a state. So I'll be contacting some agents to see if they're willing to represent me and how it would work for someone like me in Australia to work over in the States. I still really do love doing this sort of work. And despite it causes, despite the fact that it causes some tension between my children and I, I'm really committed to working with them to making them feel more comfortable about it because I still think that the the issue comes down to the fact that there is so much stigma about the industry. It's a bit of that and a mixture of them being young and confused, right? So I'm not just gonna give up all the hard work I've done straight away. So that is today's Life of Lucy episode. Just a rundown of my week, discussion about mental health, the fact that I've been struggling with my mental health, but that I'm committed to working on it and dealing with issues from my past so that I can move forward and continue on with business, work, success and happiness. Uh, I spoke about the, the network chiropractic therapy that I've been doing on my back to help heal and recover. That also works on the emotions too. Um, I got a brand new tattoo. I visited an adult cinema for some public fun. Um, I experienced my worst mental health episode in like over a decade yesterday. And today I'm back on track because it's a Monday and a new week and I want to start achieving some goals. So meetings and work. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for Q&A on Thursday. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer, put them below. Contact me via email, Instagram, whatever. I check them all, all the time. I would love to answer your questions. I'm Lucy Power. This is the Lucy Power Perspective. Thanks for watching.